everybody, welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. This week has been busy. I have been watching the Winter Olympics and just celebrated the LA Rams Super Bowl win with family. Who else has been watching Team USA kick butt in Beijing, making history? But like any other week, I am back to review the newest Hallmark Channel movie, the second of the Wedding Veil trilogy called The Wedding Veil Unveiled. Starring Autumn Razor, Paolo Bernardino, Allison Sweeney, and Lacey Chabert. This is a continuation of last month's movie, The Wedding Veil. In the first film, the three friends buy an antique veil that has a legend attached to it. Whoever has the veil in their possession will find true love. Avery and Peter also find a painting by Italian painter Claudio Amici that they suspect features the veil. The lead into this movie is that since Emma was going to Italy to teach, she might as well learn the history of the veil while there. This movie, I love this movie. The Wedding Veil Unveiled was great. I am such a huge fan of Autumn. I know a lot of people had mixed reviews about this movie. I don't know why, honestly. I thought the chemistry between Autumn and Paolo was sizzling. Paolo was hot. I was like, the architecture was breathtaking. The beauty of the clothes. (laughs) I mean, the wardrobe girls killed it again with this movie. They are, ah. I want all of Emma's clothes, especially that blue floral print that she wore when she got to Italy. Oh my God, it was so beautiful. (laughs) There's so many clothes that she had on. Um, Anyway, back to the story. Yeah, I don't know why people don't like this movie. I really loved it. it. It had chemistry, it had romance, it had Italy, you had Verona, I mean, first of all, one of my favorite rom-com movies is Letters to Juliet, if you guys haven't seen that movie, you need to see it, absolutely beautiful, it is great, it will make you believe in love again, even long lost love, um, awesome movie, really, really great movie. This, anyway, back to the wedding veil. Paolo, who was played by Paolo Bernardini, is a local, uh, is an Italian local who kind of befriends Emma, Autumn's character. What we find out about Paolo is that his great great grandmother is the lady featured in the painting. Her name was Ariana. His family owns the lace shop that made the veil. His family thought that the veil was lost, that the veil had burned after the wedding. No, take that back. They thought the veil burned between the making of the painting and the wedding because she ended up wearing a different veil to the wedding which was surprising. (laughs) 
but so when they when Emma comes to the store by chance with the van, they get all excited, like, wait, this is the van that we made for Ariana. How did this happen? This was supposed to be lost, but yeah, the veil was brought back to Italy, brought back to the very family that owned, that the veil was made for. Anyway, so that's one part of the history <laughs> that was solved very quickly, very early into the movie. But who is Ariana? And how is she linked to Amici? Well, we find out through Amici's biography that was written after, soon after his death was that Ariana and Amici had a relationship. They were, she was engaged to a count. She was going to be a contessa, but she fell in love with Amici. And even though she believed he was the love of her life, she could be with him because she thought that it was going to shame her family and she couldn't do that to her family. So instead, she married the Count, which broke Amici's heart. He died a year later from a broken heart. But now the other part of the mystery is how did it get to the United States? We know who Ariana is. We know her link to Claudio. We also now know why she might not have wanted to wear the veil during her actual wedding to the Count because this veil is supposed to be with the love of her life and the love of her life is not the Count, it was Amici. But who, how did this Italian lace veil owned by the lover of this Italian painter get to the United States and in the hands of three friends, Avery, Emma, and Tracy? Well, we look further. Paolo's family had a trunk owned by Ariana, and in that trunk was Ariana's will. We find out that she had a chambermaid that Ariana gave half of her possessions to this chambermaid for being there during the darkest of times to realize that maybe it's the chambermaid was there during the breakup of Ariana Amici, right? Well, they find this chambermaid's grandson. He tells them that she only had, the chambermaid only had one child. Her name was Claudia. She had moved to the United States. So they were like, oh, that's how they got the veil. It's because the chambermaid had the veil. She passed it on to her daughter. And the daughter moved to the United States where the veil is, is now. But we did f with further look into Ariana and Amici's past. 
the one of the curators of the museum in Italy finds two more personal paint drawings, sketchings, that Amici had made, two of which were drawings of her, his mother and one of an infant that was born, that was dated a year after Ariana and Amici had an affair. So Ariana, so Emma and Paul are like, maybe they had a baby. So go look through Ariana's stuff again. They find a christening gown, and sure enough, in that christening gown is stitched Claudia, who is the same name as the chambermaid's daughter. They look again through the trunk, and they find a picture of the infant with the description in the back, my most precious secret, Claudia which I guess proves that the chambermaid's daughter is secretly Ariana and Amici's love child. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Hallmark totally went and said, we are going risque and we're going to give our characters a love child. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. This is great. It's scandalous, you know. Anyway, That is the mystery of the veil. The mystery of the veil was solved. But I have to talk about Emma and Paolo. Oh my God. Their chemistry from the beginning, from the moment that he teased her about getting this pass to get on the boat, was undeniable you uh it was like beautiful they had like this banter and they were laughing at each other and um and i was like please stop following me and i'm sitting there going dude he's hot <laughs> you're in italy he's he seems nice can't i i don't mind him following me i wouldn't mind him following me and it was just, I mean, the guy could, is, could speak Italian. He had an Italian accent. He was a gentleman, always, you know, taking, giving him, giving her his arm. And, you know, buying her a scarf to kind of keep her hair safe from the wind. But Emma had PTSD, for lack of a better word. From her ex-boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend and her had broken up because he decided to move to another country, to another side of the country. He found someone that he fell in love with or whatever while they were, you know, in a long-distance relationship. So she's kind of damaged goods. She doesn't trust anybody, any kind of long-distance relationship. So when she realized that he's, she started having feelings for him, she got scared. And she was like, he's in Italy. I live in Chicago. This is not going to work, which is reasonable. I believe 100% reasonable. Because, I mean, yeah, there's a big ocean <laughs> between Italy and Chicago called the Atlantic. Yeah, not fun. Um, 
Anyway. But Paolo was hot. When Paolo told his feelings to Emma, he was rejected. He was like, we can make this work. And, you know, she was definitely terrified. And I don't blame her. I do not blame her for being scared. Italy is far from Chicago. Let's be honest here. But what was so nice and such a refreshing thing was Paolo did not pout. Paolo did not cry. Paolo did not beg. He respected her feelings. And he was like, okay, fine. That's fine. I, you know, we could still be friends, you know. Italy. But then, but the thing about it is, Paolo had been pitching for his family's business to expand to the United States of America. He even volunteered himself to go and run the business in the United States. And sure enough, by the end of the movie, his family had agreed to expand the business to the United States. At first, it was, he was going to expand it to New York, but at the end of the movie, we find out that he, he thinks New York is too far from Chicago. So instead of opening the expanding this business to New York, he expanded it to Chicago, right where Avery is. And they fall in love, they get married six months later, and happily ever after. Uh, I give this movie like four stars. I, there, there are a couple of things that I didn't like about this movie. So, but I'm going to tell you why I love this movie. Chemistry. Chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. Sizzling chemistry. Hot. Fire. Damn. I mean. <laughs> ah, pa ah. Paolo is hot. Paolo Bernardini is hot. Can we have him in more movies? More Hallmark movies. He is gorgeous. He is hot. If we go... You hot, okay, hot, hot, hot. That man is hot. Autumn and he have posted behind the scenes pictures since the airing of the movie, and I swear to you, some of us might have thought that they were a real life couple, <laughs> you know, because there was so much chemistry on set in, in the behind the scenes pictures where you're like are they real <laughs> but I don't like speculating so if they are real good for them if they're not real the acting was on point because <laughs> sizzling second thing that I loved was the Italy I mean Italy. They threw in so many different um, parts of Italy. Verona, Verona, um, Rome. It was just Venice. It was just beautiful. And I wanted 
so badly to go to Italy. The architecture was gorgeous. The Italian culture, the stories that was told, like why Brona was um, a lace village, what's up with the lace, uh, why the buildings are painted like that. I mean, it was... I wanted more of Italy. <laughs> you can never, ever, 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 ever do too much Italy. This was just perfect. I loved this movie. I loved Italy. Italy is pretty much like the third character of the movie. The third main character of this movie. Also, um, they went to Verona. And you can't go to Verona without referencing Romeo and Juliet. I mean, duh. It is like the most popular romance tragedy <laughs> play um William Shakespeare Romeo Romeo wherefore art thou Romeo <laughs> they went to to Julietta's balcony and it referenced my favorite romance movie called Letters to Juliet you know where they had a wall of letters and the secretaries to Juliet and everything and I loved it I Emma did write a letter to Juliet which I wish that they had read out loud or we knew what was in the movie <laughs> what was in the letter but I loved it I also um, loved again that Tracy and Emma were still part of the movies. They were like there to encourage Emma. Tracy and Avery were still part of the movie. They were there via Zoom calls or whatever to kind of like encourage Emma to pursue the relationship with Paolo, help her with um, her teaching class. That was great. I loved that they did a little throwback to the first movie with Peter Hastings. Even though Kevin McGarry wasn't part of this movie, Peter Hastings was mentioned. Um, the Hastings Foundation was mentioned because Hastings Foundation was the one who granted one of Emma's students, Luca, a grant so that he could continue his classes and then go to grad school. So I love that. I think that's a great thing. Okay, so some points that I did not like about this movie. And it's not even really the movie's fault. It's Hallmark's. Okay, so this storyline, right, was that Paolo's family wants this veil back, right? Was, was offering Emma, you know, a price for this veil, right? Okay. Cut to a commercial for <laughs> the third wedding veil movie, which stars Allison Sweeney and Victor Webster. Victor Weber. And obviously, Allison has the veil. So, like, you know, the family's not going to keep the veil. It was just like bad timing. <laughs> I mean, or just bad script writing. It was just like 
duh, we we know that you're not going to keep the veil because there's a third Wedding Veil movie. I don't know why they're even suggesting this. Um, but it did leave me wondering. It did leave me wondering. After the three women, Avery, Emma, and Tracy are all married and stuff, what happens to the veil? <laughs> Will the legacy move on, um, transfer to whoever owns it next? I mean, who who would own it next? Who has the right to the veil after the three of them are done with it? You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, guess we find out next week with the wedding veil legacy. And that's the other thing that I did not like about this movie. Last, the first Wedding Veil movie had a great lead-in to the second movie. The lead-in was, again, they see the the veil on this Amici painting. Amici is Italian. Emma is going to Italy as an art history teacher. Hey, go to Italy and find out the history of this veil and the history of this painting. Whatever. Great link wonderful lead-in to this movie the lead-in to the third movie sucked really sucked okay so emma after she gets married she goes and takes off her veil and there's a snag in the veil so emma asks tracy hey when you go to new york can you fix the veil for me so that's the lead-in to the third movie the lead-in is, Tracy's going to go to New York to fix the veil. What is she, like a seamstress? <laughs> Why New York? <laughs> like, hello, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's like seamstresses in Chicago <laughs> that could fix the veil. Crap, your in-laws own the lace shop in Italy that made the veil in the first place. Could you get one of them? Could you get your husband to fix the veil? I mean, the dude is literally the, it's genetically his. <laughs> so the lead into the third movie sucked. Really, really sucked. Like, yeah, that just was bad. That was I don't know who thought that up. Like, what genius <laughs> thought, oh, this is how we're going to link it to the third movie, is that um, there's this nag in a wedding veil, and they asked Tracy to fix it. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so that was just That was just bad. That was just bad. Okay. So, anyway. That was his movie. I loved it. It was great. I can't wait for the last part of the Wedding Veil trilogy. I do have some questions, though, about the Wedding Veil and Failed that I wrote down about Tracy's character. Finn is the name of Tracy's boyfriend. She's been talking about it in the first two movies. But Victor Weber's character... His name is Nick. So, um, who's Finn? <laughs> Are we meeting him? 
next week, what's the story between Tracy and Finn? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. In the end of this movie, Tracy was saying that, you know, Finn and her have been talking about getting engaged, but Finn is not her love interest in the third movie, so something happens. Anyway, also, I, I, I had a little chuckle when um, Allison Sweeney says that she's never been married in any of the Hallmark movies before, which is true, but um, we've seen Allison get married many times. You know, Days of Our Lives people, Sammy Brady. <laughs> anyway, um, follow us on Instagram, Hallmark Heartbeats, Facebook page, Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast, Twitter, Hallmark Heartbeat One. Every week I am live tweeting my reactions to the movies. Join us on the new Facebook group that I just started called Hallmark Fans for Diversity. This group is mostly about movie, all Hallmark movies, and we touch upon all kinds of subjects that a lot of the Hallmark Facebook groups don't touch upon, such as homosexuality, race, everything. Um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great group, fun. It's kind of small right now, but no drama. <laughs> anyway, um, on Thursday, I will be releasing my interview with Clayton James, who is the star of last month's movie, Don't Forget I Love You, starring him and Amelia Ullerup. Next week, we'll be reviewing the Wedding Veil Legacy, starring Alison Sweeney and Victor Weber, as well. And then the last movie of the Love You Worry series is Welcome to Mamas. And we're back to Italy, but not Italy, the country, more like Italian food, Italian culture kind of thing. So I like it. I'm excited. Okay, see you guys later. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed your Valentine's. Bye.